0: Eagle Nation, you're listening to Gotta Talk, a podcast dedicated to all things Georgia Southern football. Now, here's your host, Matt Monty and Cody Anderson. And hey, welcome back to another episode of Gotta Talk. Uh, Matt here with you as always, joined by Cody, and we've got one game in the books in the twenty twenty-one season. Uh the Result, um, I guess, is what uh, most of us expected. Um, how we got there, not so much. 30-25 uh, to 25 win over uh, Garter Webb, FCS opponent from the Big South Conference. Um, you know, and in, in what, let's be honest, Cody was, you know, an, an underwhelming victory, I think is, is a good way to describe this one. Um, you know, there are certainly some concerns there that we'll get into as we break this one down. And as we preview our, uh, you know, game number two and first road game of the season against FAU coming up here in uh, just a couple of days on
1: Saturday. That's a bold statement. First real game. I feel. Like...
0: Did I say real yeah, game? First, Is that what first I said? Real game for road game. Uh, road, road game. game. Okay.
1: Uh, yeah. Okay. I road thought game. you said first real game. I'm like, no. This oh, this, this started game started was very real.
0: <laughs> this game was very real. Thirty to twenty five. But yeah, it it was, it was very. It was too real at times. Yeah, too real.
1: It was. Um. Yes. Uh, Again, as we've seen multiple times through uh, this coaching staff and the seasons that you've had a chance to put away an opponent, and we didn't for whatever reason. Um, We let the opportunity slip by, and we let the opponent stay in the game, and sure enough, they came back and made it too close for comfort, uh, to say the least. Uh, Goodness, I, I don't even know where to start um
0: 20 to 6 at half you know you start getting something going offensively then you know in the second half defense you know the secondary that we you know was highly touted that we talked about in the three preview episodes they look lost at times back there right and 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 Gardner Webb just started chipping away um and then needed for the second year in a row right against a, a FCS team a and, and and this is the key point here, right? A a, a mid to, to subpar, Almost, pedestrian. Well, really three
1: years in a row, go back to Maine.
0: Yeah, yeah, true. With with Maine, but yeah, past two years, a Big South team, right, and a, a middle of the pack to lower half Big South team, right. And and Campbell and Gardner Webb. We're not talking about Kennesaw State. We're not talking about Mon- Mon- Monmouth, right? I mean, the, the these are these are two teams that I mean, Gardner Webb has not had a winning season. Since Georgia Southern was an FCS team, think about that, Yep. right? That yeah. <laughs> uh, their last winning season was 2013. Um, so, you know, and again, yes, they've got um, Trey Lamb there now. Uh, I think that they, they are headed in the right direction. Does that mean they're going to have a great year this year? Maybe. Um, you know, are they going to be improved? Probably. Um, they had a pretty good spring right in the limited four game spring season going two and two getting a win over Elon, but this is still an opponent we should have dominated from start to finish. And for the second year in a row, and, and like you said, maybe even third year in a row going back to Maine, um, It didn't happen, and it took to the last minute of the game to close it out, Um, you know, this time, again, by defense. You know, uh, 30 seconds left, minute left in the game of getting that big stop and, and closing it out. And, you know, the key thing to point out here is that while Garner Webb is in the same conference as Campbell, and there's a lot of similarities there in kind of like talent level and things like this, I've seen a lot of comparisons out there on social media and people trying to defend this game. And, oh, you know, oh, oh Campbell, same thing happened last year. We still won eight games. One, eight games is eight or, or, you know, eight wins is eight wins. And it still didn't get us a a conference championship or in the conference championship game. Also, we had 33 players out in that game and 15 from the two deep. Two very different scenarios. Um, You know, yes, there were some storylines here, quarterback. JD King being out but you know we'll get into to that of uh, obviously Logan Wright and Joe Green uh, filled in very nicely there Um, so just not as many excuses that was a that was a very valid excuse right uh, last year Cody with with all the players out because of COVID protocol didn't have that this year yet same result on the field
1: yeah and and you kind of just I just kind of felt the left the game feeling like what does this mean going forward? Like, I don't even. I I was hoping to come out of this game feeling kind, like really like hopeful and be like, okay, I I see what Ruse and them have done on offense. I see that the defense kind of held their did their own. You know, I kind of felt like we were gonna have this big kind of momentum push going into FAU, and then you know Justin Thomas can come back and then bam, we're gonna be on it. Arkansas, Louisiana, we're gonna just roll. And I didn't feel that way. I felt like we're no. in trouble. If this is how we play against Gardner-Webb, oh boy, no. this is going to be a long season.
0: And you should feel that way because, I mean, they we didn't see anything to show otherwise, right? And and that's the thing that, like, everyone out there on, like, social media trying to defend this. What are you really defending? Like, are you're defending me, uh, uh, mediocrity. Like, that's what you're defending. And you know, again, yes, there were FCS teams in week one that beat FBS teams. There were a group of five teams, you know, several from Conference USA that we that we crap on sometimes, right? That beat power five teams. Um, but we had other, you know, we had coastal Carolina 52 to 14 against the Citadel, right. That, that should have been us uh, against Gardner-Webb, and, and it wasn't. So it's 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 perfectly valid to have concerns um, as a fan and still be a true blue fan. Um, you know, I'm tired of the, you know, X is more than Y and, and trying to use Erk to, like, justify, you know, old Erk quotes that probably weren't even, uh, you know, or taken out of context, basically. Yeah. Um, You know, to to justify mediocrity, because that's what we're seeing. We're seeing mediocre coaching. We're seeing, at times, mediocre play, and it has to improve. You know, this result, yes, a win is a win. Beating them by five, beating them by 50 goes down the same way. But it is perfectly justified to have concerns, because if we play the way we did against Gardner-Webb, we're not winning another game.
1: No, in fact, if you go and look at the, uh, what is it, the football power index on ESPN, we're only favored in, in one other game the rest of the season, and that's against Georgia State. All the other Georgia games State. were underdogs in it. Um, yeah. So that can kind of let you know, I know stats are for losers, but the <laughs> the math nerds seem to think that we're not going to be uh, winning too many right. Ball Vegas, games.
0: Right, Vegas, I mean, we were, what, a 30-point, 28-to-30-point favorite yeah. against Gardner-Webb. Yeah. And, and, and five so I mean you know if, if you bet on our <laughs> web you got the money there um and and if if I'm Vegas if I'm uh yeah ESPN doing doing their rankings yeah I'm 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 not favoring us in any any game moving forward because I mean that that was our kind of quote-unquote cupcake gimme game and we won by five and it it took to the last the last drive last minute of the game to to seal it um and yeah so there there's no i mean confidence is is low and it should be low right now does that mean that we can't go out and beat fau by 30 no it doesn't does that mean that we can't you know, run the table and be where we want to be in the Sunbelt Conference Championship game for the first time and win the whole thing and go to the uh, New Year's Six Bowl. No, it, it doesn't. That's that obviously still all on the table and it would all, you know, effectively not be if we were to lose that game. Um, but that doesn't mean that going from week one to week two, that we can't be very legitimately and seriously concerned with. What we have no, it's okay
1: it. to be concerned. It's also okay to be hopeful that they can turn it around. Yeah. Now, again, I, I think the, the, main, the big thing I saw is that we had the opportunity to really blow this game out of the water, and we didn't. And to me as a coaching staff, you have to recognize those moments. You have to recognize when, okay, there's a chance to put the game away here, which just so happened to be at, when we were driving at the end of the first half, and you know you get the ball back to start the second half. The goal should be to put a touchdown on board. Make it twenty four seven. Come out, get the ball and make another touchdown. Boom, you're up what is it, thirty thirty one six at that point? Yeah. Right. right. Okay, at that point if you're up thirty one six with about twelve, ten minutes left in the in the third quarter, all right, yeah, that now that's the game that, that we got and, and, and we're putting it away. Right. But it was just like yeah, they were just, I mean, like, you, you saw, you saw for poor, the field goal. poor
0: clock. Yeah. They settled settle for the field goal, poor clock management. Poor. Once again, we've seen that. Set on a timeout. The Why sit on a timeout? Of, yeah.
1: I don't understand right. that. I don't, I don't. We have seen that
0: time and time again under Lunsford. Four years now, we have seen that. And, you know, uh, when it gets to clutch moments in the final two minutes of the half or the game, we see, you know, questionable decisions, um, you know, sitting on timeouts um questionable, you know, offensive play calls in in certain situations, um going for it on fourth down, not going for it on on fourth and short in in some cases, right? And it's just it's just a revolving door of 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 this. And so yeah, it's 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 it, yeah, it and and, that, it's and that's why it's not it's, just it's, frustrating. it's it's frustrating because it's not it's not one game. It's not one game, Cody. It's it, it's it's we're we're in year 4 and we're seeing this Time and time again, these themes, these recurring themes. This isn't a one off thing. And yes, we've bounced back in the past, bounced back the year against Maine, bounced back last year with Campbell, but like at what point I mean, is is it is it so much to ask as as a fan base to have a fifty two to fourteen win like Hostel got over Citadel? Or, you know, to um
1: you know i uh no i remember this I fan mean, base being yeah. upset about the what 54 to 6 or 7 victory over savannah state right during tyson summers what first game here summers yeah so no i mean
0: Troy beat Southern 55 to 3. Arkansas State beat Central Arkansas, you know, in state rival there, right? 40 to 21. That was a game you had for the first text, half. You had Texas State that should have beaten Baylor. You know, you you had, uh, you know, Army handed it to Georgia State. That was great to see. Thank you, Monk. And, um, you know, Kentucky handled you all, Monroe. But uh, you know App State uh, earlier in the week, um, you East know Carolina. one of the first games of the season. Handled East Carolina AAC opponent, um, thirty three to nineteen. But yeah, I mean the 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 big parallels there would be like Troy Southern um, and Central Arkansas, Arkansas State, and then Coastal East Citadel, Citadel yeah. right? The, these and Gardner Webb. Is I mean again they are not a perennial power. They have not had a winning season um, in almost a decade. And you know so th- this isn't uh, Jacksonville State or uh, this isn't a South Dakota state oh, that they uh, just beat the brakes off of yeah that beat the brakes off of uh, of uh, Colorado State. But that's a team that went to the the. Um, championship the fcs championship uh last year right so i mean that's that's a perennial power citadel has has been to the playoffs recently they've been a good, a good team in the socon now um garner webb isn't that campbell isn't that they might be this year or you know moving forward but they haven't been that so yeah it's it we it's not that we just beat an FCS team or a Big South Conference team by five. It's that we beat a Garner Webb by five. And and what what kind of picture does that paint moving forward? And it doesn't give a lot of hope. It's it's hard to look at that and have hope moving forward.
1: Yeah, it's 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 hard. Again, you can be concerned after what we saw on Saturday, and yet still be hopeful for this Saturday against FAU. It's just you know. Can the coaching staff correct the mistakes and make things sharper in time for this game on Saturday? Because if they don't, this FAU team ain't gonna play.
0: No, they're not. They're not. And we're gonna get into that in a minute. Talk about their game against Florida, kind of what we you know dissected out of that, and and what we um, could be in store for there in Boca Raton. Um, but you know, before we get into that to to wrap up Garner Webb um we won't get like super into stats and stuff so let's just kind of talk They're about like storylines obviously <laughs> stats are for losers um <laughs> cut out stats you will not hear another stat i gotta <laughs> talk um no but uh, you know so let's talk about some storylines i guess um you know the basically the same storylines that came that we came yeah, into the I think, game well, hold with on before right we, before we, and then wrap in yeah, stats before yeah.
1: we get into that i think we want to put a bow on it we're concerned With the coaching staff I want to Because now we're going to get Into like the performances The players performances And I was, we were talking About this earlier I've never been more positive On player performances And been so negative On, on coaching <laughs> On the coaching yeah. staff But right. I thought Individual players I thought they played great
0: yeah, and you see stuff on social media of, of the defenders and you know they're defending people being critical coaches. You know, these are these are grown men that are getting paid a lot of money to coach football. And I think that's completely justified once again. Um yeah, it's not it's not like throwing kids under the bus or anything like that of of their performance. They played well and then, you know, you have um people trying to uh point it to like recruiting and which again falls on coaching right but it also is kind of a slight on the current players right mm-hmm. when you when you see these arguments of like oh well, it's recruiting it's recruiting every year
1: now it's add up and you know we're just, we're not no, they're recruiting, not recruiting with coastal
0: carolina have, it's not recruiting we have, we have s- s- the talent have on the field six
1: players in the nfl i believe yes. five of them have been recruited while lunchford has been either recruiting or Correct. head coach during his whole tenure here at Southern, right. the only one that I don't think he was a part of was Jarrett McKinnon, but everybody else right. is in the NFL we're not, he had a part It's of. not
0: a recruiting disadvantage, it's not a talent disadvantage, we're just as talented as a Coastal Carolina or, a, or a Louisiana, I truly believe that, but yes, the the key factor there that we just haven't seen is coaching, you know, certain certain uh, decision making, again, uh, beginning and in or, uh, you know, end of the half, end of the game, clock management, um, personnel uh choices uh certain play calls certain decisions of of key situations going forward and forth down things like that those consistently just ha- they haven't been consistent you know and or you know or or where we would like to see them and the uh, we we see uh, again stats we we see big stats and and with maine we had that right i think we rushed for I know, like I think Logan Wright had a career day, you know, against Maine. Um, we we consistently put up these huge numbers, huge rushing totals, um, but the final score again, you know, we have the quote, uh, "Step on the throne and check and, and choke them out," you know, and and that's that was one of the things that riled up the fan base and got everybody excited about Lunsford. Um, we haven't seen a lot of that. You know, no, we we, we a, that that kill
1: mentality, um, and
0: it's just it it it's not there. It, I'm sorry, it's it's, it's not, not there. there. Yeah,
1: it's not there. I don't know where it went from that South Alabama game in 2017 till now, but to put teams away, but, yeah. to put teams away, and to know and to understand, like that's what frustrates me. It's like there was a golden opportunity at the end of that first half and beginning to, say, to put them away, and we should have done everything we can to do it right. Just go ahead and knock out the game. And we didn't yeah, do. Go it. for the throw. And yeah. we just was like, "Oh, we'll just settle for the field goal. Oh, it's okay." You know, we just. And I'm just like, "What? Here, is, what here's another thing. Where, where's the intensity <laughs> right. at? Where's the intensity at? Where's no, it is. Where's it, it at? is? Yeah. And just and and, and you
0: saw you saw Gardner Webb at the end of the game. You know, getting riled up as they started to come back, and we need that last second stop. And you know, C.J. Wright is. Uh, just a, a he's a man beast. among boys. We said, a beast. we said
1: in the defense preview that he needed to be one of the big ones to step up to fill up uh, Raymond Johnson's space in this D line, and he did his job. And he very much he did, did he his did. job. He
0: yeah, and then some. And 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 we, and we needed every bit of it because I mean, but but the thing, yeah, seeing that fire, seeing that intensity, um, you know, all game long, and then yeah, with play calling, just going for the throw, going for that that uh, kill shot of um, you know, whether it's a trick play, whether it's, you know, do a deep pass instead of doing a dive or or something like that, just to put them away and bury them and not let them hang around. And it's exhausting. It's exhausting as a fan base to like, see that and see us put up, you know, uh, all, all the yards, you know, we did, um, and only, you know, only win by five points. Like it's, it's, it's just, I mean, uh, 500 yards of total offense and 365 yards rushing and we win by five that shouldn't have you know we no. we hit the 30 point mark we know how we are with hitting the 30 point mark but I mean it's still you let them hang around and um,
1: well here's, yeah, the, here's that, the most telling stat of the game and that a lot of people aren't I don't think you realize Gardner Webb actually scored more touchdowns in that game than we did they had four touchdowns yeah. in that game, and they had they they had they missed two extra points, or they failed twice on the two point conversions on two point, and then yeah. they missed an extra point. But they actually they had four touchdowns. So we had three.
0: We had three, and then our, our and then we had three future our future <laughs> uh, third NFL kicker. <laughs> uh, well, let's not put that yeah, much pressure up. on them. Yeah, just, I know, yeah, I know, I know, I know But, but Brett Williams, game. yeah, but yes, Brett Williams' first game, couldn't have Raynard, asked for a better first game, couldn't play could not ask for a better first game, fantastic performance. Um, yeah, he steps in, he gets some, uh, special teams player of the week, um, rightly so. And, uh, and yeah, and, and, and we, you know, we needed it. We, we, we needed, uh, we needed that consistency in his leg, um, you know, on, on, on some tough kicks there to, uh, to close out carter webb yeah. you know and um and i guess the the final thing i want to say to this and then we'll move on um to some of those storylines is you know I, I i literally saw people again the, the people defending this result on social media like which i think is the most like asinine excuse i've seen out of all of them Is that like we held back. And I mean, again, we we just, we literally just talked about like not going for the kill shot and stuff. And I get that. So from that aspect, yes. But, people were literally suggesting that this was almost like by design like it was no. almost like it was like scripted like we just we didn't open up the playbook we wanted to like throw we we want to be the underdog against the tough schedule that we have coming and we want everyone to underestimate us and we we let Gardner Webb hang around like you really think there there were fans out there that said this that like you know I'm I'm not direct quoting but there are fans on on Facebook and uh twitter that i've literally mul- multiple not just one one guy you know multiple people were saying like oh like i i think we're going to be fine moving forward because you know, we, uh, th- this, this is, this was the plan you know, we, we wanted to let them hang around. We didn't want to like blow them out of the water. Cause that would like tip off people. We didn't want to open up too much of the playbook.
1: We want to look a little vulnerable. People That's were literally saying we could this. have blown them out without opening the playbook. We just, we just failed to do it. We had the,
0: we failed to do it. But here, here's the thing. I, I understand that, you know, uh, Lunsford and Vic Cabral are huge wrestling fans, professional wrestling fans. I don't care. You can get the best WWE superstars in the world, and they couldn't have scripted something like that, right? That that game was too close for comfort. You don't. Alabama couldn't script a game where you only win by five points to yeah. to an FCS team. You know, like we're not that good, people. Like it. it like you have to be really good to to like to basically let them hang around and and not lose knowing that if you lost i mean you, you would have you know torches and pitchforks and yeah, stuff right yeah, i mean yeah. so 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 no no like that 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 argument is absolutely ridiculous um it, it just is um you know we needed every bit of you know every uh drive and every stop um to get that five point victory and that's just the way it is um and again, yeah, we're gonna to have to do a lot better, do a lot more um, against FAU, or it's
1: gonna be a very, very long day. Yeah, it's gonna be a very long day if we don't if we don't shore a lot of things up, to say the least.
0: Yeah. So, storyline wise, obviously, quarterback was the big one, right? Who, who gets the the starting job with Justin Tomlin out for the first two games. We learn that's Amari Jones, which, you know, I, I tweeted during the game, if you had asked us back in March or April or, you know, it really any time in the off season, up until a couple of weeks ago, who would be QB1, um, you know, against Gardner-Webb in the season opener, even after we learned the, um, the Justin Tomlin news and knew that, uh, you know, Amari Jones was kind of in the mix. I don't think a lot of people would have said it more (laughs) to Not saying that he didn't do a a fine job. He very, very much did uh, four of seven uh, passing 45 yards. um, Didn't throw an interception. He also carried the ball 19 times for 98 yards. um, So with a long of 33. So, I mean, was more than serviceable right there behind center. But, you know, he is a transfer from Tulane. He was a running back. We, uh, you know, um, you know, Swiss Amari knife. We plan on using him in, in multiple ways, seeing him on special teams, seeing him at slots, seeing him at running back, seeing him at wide receiver. Obviously, we know he can play quarterback. But, yeah, you ask most people, and you would not have expected – a running back transfer from Tulane to start a QB one for Georgia Southern in the season opener of 2021. You just wouldn't. Right. Yeah. Um, so, so that was interesting. We got to see Cam ransom. We knew it was basically between those two, um, of, of, uh, taking on the, uh, quarterback duties, um, in these, at least first two games. And, uh, he also didn't disappoint true freshman, um, uh, out of, uh, you know, uh, Florida, Tampa area, um, eight of thirteen for ninety yards passing with a touchdown, um, and then he uh, carried the ball uh, three times for nine yards. But um, looked really, you know, even had some drops and stuff. So I mean, uh, should should been even a higher uh, completion percentage than than what he had. Um, but looked very comfortable back there, um, which you know obviously was a concern. You know, you uh, listening to. Uh, an interview with um, Doug Roos, offensive coordinator recently, you know, saying that was one of the things they were looking for, you know, as a coaching staff of how was he gonna be able to handle that? It's one thing to do it in a scrimmage or in practice. It's another thing to do it under the lights of Paulson, right? It's gonna be another um, thing to do against FAU. It's gonna yeah, on the road, right. So um, That's gonna be that's gonna it, be a it, it, test
1: right there. It is is because that defense is a lot faster than what Gardner Webb had. Yes.
0: They are. And, and I mean, we struggled with them last year. You know, they, they had a good defense, couldn't do anything offensively, but we'll talk about that. They've got some changes, but yeah. So, um, it, you know, both quarterbacks, again, collectively, I was impressed by the players, you know, and the performances we saw and that certainly applies to the quarterback position. So I think we're in good hands there for the, at least this next game and possibly even moving forward once Justin Tomlin is thrown in the mix. Um, I would like to see, you know, more Cam Ransom. I think listening to that Doug Roos interview um, again, they were impressed with how he handled himself. He was very composed there in the pocket. He made smart decisions. He's definitely got an arm. I mean, he's, you know, probably one of the more um, polished, I guess, passers. I would say yeah. that we've seen at Georgia Southern yeah, a long time that, yeah. and that's coming as a true freshman. Right. So definitely a very different look um, when he is in the game versus an Amari Jones and just what they bring. Um, you know, we weren't running a lot of option with cam, you know, it, it was more passing plays. Um, so it will be interesting to see if they do platoon them how that either stays the same or changes, you know, do we see ransom do more um, option plays? Do we put him on option pitches, which I don't think we saw really at all. Amari Jones, we did see him throw the ball a little bit. Um, He, Basically, had a touchdown pass taken back that uh, to to Gerald Green, which then handed off to him twice uh, for the touchdown. So we know Amari Jones, you know, even coming in as a running back, um, you know, played quarterback in high school. He can definitely sling in as well. Um, but it will be interesting to see if we do keep um, rotating them um, of of how we mix that up, yeah. you know, because obviously if if we're if we're just focused on kind of the the wild eagle or wildcat, whatever you want to call it, with Amari Jones um, and and Ransom being more of like that pocket passer, defenses are obviously going to catch on to that. So how do we kind of mix that up to throw um, defenses off if we do keep um, platooning these guys?
1: Well, that's the that's the million dollar question. Um, yeah. Again, I think you know it makes it easier if the offensive line obviously hits their blocks and gets to where gets to where they need to be. Um, it all starts up the, up front. If if they do their job, then that makes whatever Amari Jones or Cam Ransom running backs' jobs a whole lot easier. Um, I I think I would say this is that this game coming up on Saturday um, is I see it to go in one of two ways: either we get blown out, or or we play a close game that can go either way down to the wire. I don't I don't yeah. from what I've seen in the first game and how kind of the, the last season ended. I don't really see it the, the going any other way. Um, I would love to see us go down there and, and blow them out by about five touchdowns, but I don't. Th- th- there's nothing there that's just showing me that that's going to happen. Um, again, I think the talent's there. I think Cam Ransom is going to be a star. I think Amari Jones, for him not to play quarterback since high school, he looked really, really good back there. He looked comfortable. Um, yeah. And I, w- I would have loved to have seen Kenerson get on the field. Um, I think that's the only thing I hate that I didn't we, we didn't get to really see that. Um, but I thought they both played, played great. And, and, and again, with FAU's defense, it's going to be faster. There's gonna, they're going to be, obviously, better athletes on the field. Um, how the line blocks, do we get that dive play going as well as what we did against Gardner-Webb? Those are going to kind of be the two big indicators that's going to show us if we were able to do anything on Saturday.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I agree. So looking at, um, you know, some other like big stats and again, storylines, obviously J.D. King um, not suited up for the game. He, uh, you know, they're saying maybe still not 100 percent recovering from the knee surgery close to it. You know, I, I think, you know, the timeline people are saying maybe as early as FAU, maybe um, Arkansas, maybe Louisiana for the start of conference play. Um, but we will see him sooner than later, but certainly – we have plenty of depth there uh, in the running back room. And Logan Wright, obviously the story there, 26 carries, 178 yards and a touchdown, um, uh, along with Amari Jones with his 98. And, and Gerald Green also um, having, you know, busting through some for some big runs along of, of 27, but 11 carries of 72 yards. So, um, yeah, running back room we knew was stacked. Uh, that was on display here. Again, you know, 360, I think I said, rushing yards. Um, and yeah, I mean, that, that, that was on display in a big way. It's only going to get better when JD King is thrown in the mix. Um, but, uh, I can't say enough about, about Logan Wright and, and, and J.L. Green, yeah. uh, for that matter. And
1: and Joe Green went out of that game with an injury. I don't know if a lot of people know about that, but he, I think he went out the last quarter, quarter and a half with an yeah. injury that we need to watch and, and see if he's going to be available to play on Saturday. Um... Again, thankfully, with the depth, you still have Logan Wright, Jalen White, um, ready to go. And, but again, that'll be kind of something to see if he's going to be available or not.
0: And the and the key there too, and a, another interesting kind of uh, wrinkle in this is with the quarterback. You know, if if we go all in on Cam Ransom against Florida Atlantic, you can still have Amari Jones on the field. But do you,
1: you? can use him as a running but back? Do you? But do
0: you? I don't know. I don't know because
1: because then you risk what your second string or one A one with Tomlin with
0: Tomlin coming back the next week. I mean, yeah, I I I would I I would. Sorry, I'm not saying I give give him the ball. Twenty-five times, right? But I mean, yeah, makes him in for a couple plays because he's too good. Obviously, he's too athletic, well, yeah. not to have him on the field. So I, I would. I mean, we we have guys behind those two guys. I mean, we have the transfer from from Army Prep. I understand, like these guys are are, are green, um, but I mean, so are Amari Jones and Cam Ransom, right? So, um, I think you know, we have Sam Kinderson, You know, so like I, I think. Um, I would, if, 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 honestly, if I was calling shots, I would start Cam Ransom. I'd have Amari Jones, especially if Gerald Green can't play. Um, and, and, uh, JD King, um, is, is sitting out again. I would rotate in Logan Wright and, um, and Amari Jones, and then also throw, uh, Jalen White out there,
1: um, some too. It'd be something to watch on Saturday.
0: Yeah. He's too good. Uh, I mean, uh, no, Amari Jones right, is right. too, good. too good not, not to, be to be on the, on the field. field.
1: No, you're absolutely right. He's too good to not be on the field. Um, but it's just like okay, you know, in in the off chance he gets injured, now you're kind of stuck with with Cam Ransom only as your quarterback with Sam Canderson who hadn't seen but what two snaps. Uh, yeah, but neither did Amara Jones well, that's true. or, or, I, that's or true. Cam Ransom. That's true. Yeah, that's true.
0: Yeah, you're in the same boat, and and again with. Tomlin just waiting there, chomping at the bit. Yeah. You know, I mean, he's obviously hungry to get in there and prove himself. And um, so, yeah, I absolutely would do that.
1: And uh, does that mean we a, don't see uh, any of Amari so Jones here's a, here's at quarterback? A, here's a big question. If Tomlin is in the game, is the score as close as what it was? Are we even having these concerns like, oh no, coaching staff is valid. I think
0: you know i i don't think blocking necessarily gets better i think blocking left something to be desired yes it was better it was improved than what we saw over but the last couple some years things that
1: can be straight there
0: was There are. There are. I think it's more promising, but I mean, you still saw, especially like some runs up the middle of like that nastiness, that aggressiveness maybe wasn't there consistently as much as you'd like to see perimeter blocking once again, um, left something to be desired. It, yeah, it, 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 it wasn't great. And obviously that's a big part of our offense, you know, to make it run. So I, I think, you know, would, would that improve dramatically with, with Tomlin in probably not. Would we have, you know, scored a bit more? Yeah, I think we would. I think I think on some of those rollouts, on the option pitches, on the keepers, um, Tomlin knows how to run the option really well. In some respects, maybe even better than a Shai Wirtz. Shai Wirtz was a creator. Shai Wirtz was an improviser. Um, he was incredibly, you know, skilled and athletic and elusive. Um, but he did a lot of that stuff himself, right? And, and Justin Tomlin we saw, you know, before he got injured and, and went out against App State – You know, he can run Doug Roos' offense very well. You know, again, we've talked about it in our preview episodes. You know, he was put in, you know, some, some tough situations last year. Uh, you know, kind of th- thrust out there, thrown out there, not as the starter um, like he was in, in, in previous years with Maine and with, um, with Minnesota. He was thrown out to go win the game against Georgia State, being down and go, you know, and go, go out of force, force throws and things like that. But we saw against App State last year what how he can run this offense um he's very you know he's a really good decision maker with the football of of when to to keep it and pitch it so yes I think if he was in long-winded answer right um do we blow him out of the water that I'm not sure but I think we win by more than five for sure um I think we win by like 10 or 14
1: um with with him in the game yeah it's interesting it's a shame it's a shame yeah,
0: and and that's not a knock on Cam Ransom or Amari Jones. No, you know, it's you're not. you're talking about two. You're talking about a running back that's starting at quarterback, and you're talking about a uh, uh, true great. freshman. And they did great. Yeah, they did great. So that is not. Do not read that as as no, a knock on them. But yes, great. Tomlin. I, I not say enough yeah.
1: good things about Jones and Ransom in this game. I I truly cannot. And even our wide receivers, um, th- th- to me, all the skilled players played great and to me the line even though there's some things that obviously you know we think could be done a little bit better to me I still thought they played better than what they did last year um again
0: yeah we had we had seven guys with receptions which I mean I don't have the stats in front of me but I mean that
1: Bo Johnson. And that doesn't great. happen every Man, looked, they,
0: Yeah, Bo Johnson looked great, but that doesn't happen every game, right, for Georgia Southern. We don't yeah. have seven guys that catch the football. So, I mean, that's, you know, um, Caleb Hood leading the way, you know, three receptions, 39 yards. But, yeah, but, I mean, you, Bo, thing, Bo you, Johnson. What
1: yeah. you have been clamoring about and have been asking for a short, intermediate pass game yes. that can open up the dive and can expand, getting us to the outside quicker. That's what we showed. And it looked really, really good. Open up the box. Yeah, yeah. it did, and it, and it looked fine. Um, it'll be a way to where we can get the ball outside, get six, seven, five yards, and not be behind the chains. And in a sense, it's it's should the way that they did it was the risk of turnovers and interceptions should be very minimal, unless some guy just jumps the route and we just didn't see it. Right, It really shouldn't
0: jumps the route or tip ball. Yeah, something you like know, that.
1: something like that. Tip it up, yeah. Um. So yeah, no, I
0: I was uh, I was really impressed with uh, you yeah, know especially Cam's uh, passing. I think you I mean he'd, he'd hit, he he hit he hit yeah we just need to score more right score but yeah hitting wide ball. open guys the uh, the route the routes look crisp um, yeah I mean it, it 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 looked good again there there's there's there are positives here we're not just like trying to rain on everybody's parade but I mean the the score the score matters and and it's not just if you know the good guys are higher than the, uh, you know, than the other team, right? Um, it, it, it does matter, you know, be able to close games out and put them away because if you can't do it against the, or if, yeah, if you can't do it against the Carter Webb, you're not going to be able to do it against no, anyone else on not. the schedule. So,
1: um, so I think the only thing I want to think yeah. for defense, because we haven't really talked about defense, um, yeah. tackling has got to be get better, especially on the perimeter. It does. Secondary, we have got to be get better. Perimeter,
0: the second level, third level, secondary, again, looked and and look, let's be honest we had these similar conversations you go go back to to last season yeah, the lesson to did. us after after Campbell after yeah the the first couple of games secondary looked rough they looked lost we talked about them being like you know we had those miscues um where they were just like left on an island Arkansas State comes to mind you know and and yeah but then it just got progressively better uh, you know in then the, in the uh, second half of the season so is it going to take that again hopefully not um but you know we know that this coaching staff with uh, scott sloan at the helm that um you know they they know what they're doing with with the defensive backs and we obviously have the talent there um they just got to coach them up better um to be in the right position and and uh to to make those plays but yes there was definitely some miscues there was definitely some blown coverages there was definitely some missed tackles um all of which is concerning i know you know collectively a lot of fans were more concerned over the defense in this game than the offense which obviously hasn't really been the case Last year, or really in in the last couple of years, um, it's you know it's been been reverse. Um, but but yeah, I mean, watching myself, I mean, yes, defense was a concern um, outside of you know a, a couple players and a, a couple big plays, um, and yeah, that that just has to get no, sure up. Yeah,
1: and look, like you could kind of see what their game plan was off the start, right? A lot of outs, out passes, a lot of flat routes you know easy completion stuff cuz obviously the lambs they know what Scott Sloan's defense is going to do <laughs> right where they're OC right. being the quarterback at app for so long um but yeah i, I to me at least pauses defense i thought the defensive line played well i thought the linebackers played pretty decent um i know that was kind of a big big question mark coming into the season but i thought they did really really well um again i just think when <clears throat> When it gets to the outside, obviously what comes to mind is the what 40-45 the yard play where the guy seems to run down the line and it's right. like nobody puts a hand on him. Um, the face mask to start off the game I thought irritated me a lot because it just was just uncalled for. Yep. Um, but no, I think Sloan, we see this with, with the defenses. you know. Um, Sloan, I think, I, I, I trust in Sloan to get this corrected pretty, pretty shortly. Um, yeah, I, I cause agree. Because we've seen this... Yeah previously and it takes it don't take too long for him to kind of correct this and and move forward
0: and that's one positive takeaway right that that yeah you almost feel not not that we don't like trust Doug Roos in the offense but obviously they have been the the weaker point or the, the offense as a whole right the, the last couple of years we know what the defense can do they kept us in so many games um last year and, and even previous yeah. years where where so you almost feel better like if they're gonna have a bad game or even a a, a bad like string of games that they're gonna write the ship um where the offense like that is one positive you can take um you know putting up 500 yards total offense 360 yards or rushing 30 total points those are all good signs you just again want to see both of those you have to get do that touchdowns. together you have yeah to get <laughs> yeah yeah have to get have to get touchdowns um and then and, and defense if they can you know ride the ship and, and and make some of those stops you'll start seeing uh larger yeah. margins so um so yeah cool so from that let's jump to fau um and and yeah so you know this one they they opened against florida um it was 35 14 uh it was you know i think they're what they're
1: points late in the fourth quarter right
0: late i want to say in like the final five a couple minutes minutes, uh, uh they yeah they gave up a t- yeah the final four minutes and twenty seven seconds they gave up um both scores so um you know this uh yeah so the so their defense Florida's defense was looking at a shutout um you know first time since uh, being vandy uh like 56 and nothing back in 2019 um so yeah basically this one was never close 14 and nothing after the first. Um, 14 nothing and a half and then, uh, 21, um, 21 and nothing going into the fourth. Um, and then got up to 35 to nothing up until the final five minutes of the game. So, uh, you know, bright spots, I guess, you know, for, um, for FAU, uh, their starter, um, new starter, a guy that we didn't see last year, um, you know, had the, uh, Johnson kid had uh, Nick Tronti right um, they rotated those two guys in this was the transfer from Miami uh, Nicosi Perry um, he was 19 of 13 for 261 yards and a touchdown um, you know looking at you know the uh, stats here um, you know FAU uh, 353 yards total offense um, most of it passing 261 they had 92 yards rushing um again a lot of that came uh, towards the end of the game after uh florida was able to take some of their starters out so um not a lot to really speak to or show for, for FAU, especially offensively. Um, I think their defense is, is going to be really good this year. Once again, um, they did get two interceptions against, uh, against Florida, um, with, with their starter, um, Florida's backup actually, uh, had a better game, um, than, uh, than their starter, Emery uh, Emory Jones. And, um, yeah, Cody. I mean, I, you know, this one is, is, is tough to kind of pinpoint. We talked about it in our, uh, our season preview, obviously Willie Taggart knows how to coach, um, you know, year two under him. Um, I think, you know, this quarterback that they've got is, is an improvement over what they had last year. I think they've, they've got a lot of P5 transfers at wide receiver. Um, you know, they're, they're going to be a tough team in you know, a conference USA that looks to be pretty good, um, this year, yeah. you know, much improved. You can't, you know, you can only say so much after one week, but you've got Charlotte beating Duke. You got, um, you know, UTSA, uh, beating a uh, power five team in Illinois. Um, you know, and, uh, I believe there was one, uh, you had rice, uh, hanging with, yeah, hang um, with
1: Arkansas for a little bit,
0: Arkansas. Right. So, yeah, I mean, they, 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 had a really good showing, uh, collectively. And I mean, obviously FAU gets a, uh, you know, tough out against Florida, but, um, they're going to come in, you know, first home game of the season. Um, they should, you know, they believe they can win this game. They should believe they can win this game and they want to avenge last year's loss, um, 20 to six. And, and, uh, and flip it around and and blow us out. Um, you know, and I th- I think they have the weapons to do it. And again, we're going to have to see a lot more out of uh you know, offense and defense um, for us to to accomplish that. Um, but yeah, just kinda give me your thoughts on No, they're going to they're going to test
1: our secondary. They they're going to feel pretty confident that they can go after our secondary and and score that way. Obviously, the new quarterback that you just mentioned, he's a very good athlete, very good player. Um, he didn't sit the bench at Miami. He played a lot while he was there. Um, so he, he can run past, he's going to, he's going to be a a threat for this defense. And it's going to be interesting to see how Sloan and company attack him. Uh, again, running back wise, full of speed. Um, I look for this to kind of, for them to kind of make a a statement here, not just a payback game, but like a statement to conference USA and, and kind of to the group of five that, okay, yeah, we, we got smothered by Florida but but from here on out we're we're, we're here to play and, and we're going to contend in every game. Uh they were picked to finish second behind Marshall in their conference USA conference USA division. So, you know, that's 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 pretty good. This is going to be a good football team. Um defense-wise, they're going to be a lot faster than what we played against Gar- Gardner Webb. Yes. Um they're going to be a lot stronger and they're not going to be intimidated by our offense and you know, they nope. they saw an abridged version of it last year. Even though Ruse was the coordinator, obviously a lot of it was was the bestest playbook and what has been installed last year. Um, you know, I don't think they're going to be intimidated by the tempo of it um, at all, and it's gonna be it's gonna be a very tough match. I saw a stat where it says that under Lunsford, we're like zero and three on on grass fields. So I that's that. not. Yeah, the, that's That's not a. Yeah. That's not a good sign. This will
0: be our fourth. Yeah, fourth. Our, our fourth time um, playing on grass since it was before even Lunsford, I believe. Right, but I know we are zero and three under So
1: that. Uh, yeah. So there's that. We have not been a very good road team, especially of late, under Lunsford. So this yes. is again. There's a. There's a lot of things going to this game that that do not make me feel positive that we're going to come out with a victory. Um, sure. So, again, we seem to play up and down with our competition. Well, you know, if we can keep that trend, we should hopefully be in a close game with them and maybe we can pull it out. Of course, you and I would both love to see us just go down there and, and just roll over them. But right now, there's nothing that indicates that that's going to happen. We're going to have yeah. to play sound defense for sure. We can't get beat like we did against Gardner Webb. If we get beat like that, we're getting blown out. No doubt.
0: Yeah and I think and and obviously the the Nkazi kid's going to get more confident right and like you said well, yeah. he, he wasn't didn't just ride the bench at Miami so um in this one you know you're talking about a game where you're you're forced to throw um you know again they only had 92 rushing yards Um, and, uh, they did have 37 attempts, but, um, you know, you get down early, you're, you're put in that situation. This game's looking to be probably a lot closer. They're going to be able to run their offense, you know, to the way they want to do it. Um, the one, I guess, uh, positive maybe for us again, yes, a game against Florida. They did give up 400 yards rushing against Florida, um, and only 153 through the air. Um, so, you know, Florida definitely had their way, uh, with, um, with their uh, rushing defense, but so maybe that's you know maybe that's a, a, a sign, you know, uh, that um that we might have a big day. Um but, you know, we I, I think to me, they
1: played us very well last year here in Statesboro. They did you know so
0: they did. They just couldn't get anything no, going they couldn't. offensively.
1: But that will be different. They have, they have they have better quarterback, they have better, I think skilled players. Uh they're gonna be it's a tough game. It's a tough game. That's um, all. That's all I'm, that's all I'm gonna out. say.
0: Yeah, it's a tough out. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't really have anything else to say about no, it. To be I honest don't with you. Don't um, we we wait and see. Game, game three uh, thirty uh, Eastern. One thirty, uh, my time out here on Stadium, the uh, premiere of all <laughs> sports networks. Um, so that's you know, and welcome to Conference yeah. USA, I guess, yeah. right? um that's one of the downfalls if you of have that. a roku so you've never you can heard, find it
1: on on your uh, roku that's how it, you can stream
0: it yeah you can stream it obviously if you have like a cable login you can you
1: can do that um
0: but obviously not all carriers um have it right so uh yeah might might be a tough one uh, to watch if you uh can't make it down to south to south florida for the game um and uh
1: which, yeah, Look I at don't you. Know. You, mean, so, you so, moved to Colorado, and there's a game that would have been like two hours away from where.
0: It would have been, yeah, live, like three, you know. yeah, three, three and a half. But, but yeah, um, was planning on going to that. You know, when it was put on the schedule a couple years ago. Um, but yeah, obviously things changed. Now I'm, now I'm waiting out the BYU game here in a couple years. Only <laughs> um, well, a short five and a half hours away.
1: Um, no, but, but I, yeah. I just, you know, I don't. I don't know, I, I feel like even after this game, w- regardless of what happens, I don't think we're going to get a real sense of who we are until Tomlin comes back. And unfortunately and unfortunately, fair. he's going to have fair. a very a very tough tough two opponents to open up with, with Arkansas and Louisiana. This schedule just does not get easy at all. Um,
0: not with, especially in general, right, but especially with the way everything's playing yeah. out with the quarterback situation and and even like with uh, J.D. King, get him back in the mix, and um, so yeah, it's 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 tough. I mean, you, you definitely don't want your first game back with your um you know your the guy that you expected to start right um, to go against SEC opponent, even if it is a you know lower tier F- uh, SEC opponent. And then, you know, we said this in the preview episode, it only gets harder the next week against yep. Louisiana. Um, so it's uh, it's tough, and it's going to be, you know, I I th- this game against FAU is going to be telling. I mean, obviously <laughs> we want to win, um, but regardless of the result, if it's a close game, looking at some of the matchups, looking at how, you know, the quarterback play, um, and fr- from listening to the Doug Roos interview, you know, he – and rightly so, you know, wants there to be a, con- uh, a quarterback controversy, and and you know we've kind of talked about that a little bit. Of um, that is kind of the perfect scenario, right? Yeah. We we don't want to go into Arkansas being like, oh, thank God, Tomlin's back, right? Yes. Um, we we want we want to go into Arkansas with a dilemma of you know what do we do? We've got you know another guy, maybe two other guys, and Amari Jones and Cam Ransom. Of they they're all they're all great. You know, and um, they can all offer different things. So um, it's a good problem to have, and we want to have that problem. So uh, I'm hoping for you know another uh, some more strides from those two in this game. Get another uh, game under their belt. Maybe we see Ransom get the start, get a start under his belt. Um, how do they respond on the road? Right? Um, you know, uh, don't know what the crowd and stuff will be like. They don't always no, get it's, like it's a ton of free support down box there. Day. But, if you oh, bring well, a cereal well, that box, changes everything.
1: You get into to the yeah. game for free.
0: That changes everything. So. Yeah. I mean it's right there on the beach. Obviously gonna be more hostile environment than than Paulson, right? Um f- so uh yeah, it it'd be interesting to see how the two freshmen handles that, how you know, a running back handles that in Amari Jones, um if he if he does get that that second um start in a row. So um yeah, and then and then defensively, I think I think the secondary. You know, a Willie Taggart team's gonna want to air the ball out, throw it around. Um, you know, their quarterback as as he gets more comfortable. Um, again, they have weapons, and uh, you know, so expect especially after the showing that they had last week for our secondary to get tested. Um, and and so I, th- I think that to me is the two kind of big storyline. You know, the three three main ones: quarterback play. I would say offensive line blocking, especially perimeter blocking. And can we get the run game going? Um, And then finally secondary play, um, I think are the three, three keys in this one.
1: Yeah, I agree with you.
0: Yeah. So with that, Cody, we will wrap this one up. Um, Thanks for bearing with us. I know this is being released uh, later in the week than normal, obviously holiday weekend, a lot of things going on, family life and whatnot. Um, Thanks for listening as always. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, We, you know, hear you out there on social media, um, with the praise and, and everything. We appreciate it. Um, you know, we do try to speak from the heart, keep it real here. Um, you know, again, Cody and I are, are fans were true blues they get, uh, but it, you know, it, it's, I think it is fair to be, um, critical at times. And, um, you know, I think, I think that's the marking of true fans. So, uh, we, we try to show that, um, in our conversations on this podcast and, uh, And thanks for listening and thanks for tuning in to us to get that kind of get those hot takes. And then, you know, that, uh, those truth, (laughs) uh, so, uh, yeah, with that, Cody, um, we'll pick it up next week. Uh, preview Arkansas, um, hopefully as a two and O team.
1: Yep. Hopefully as a two and O team. Hail Southern, Matt. Hail Southern. Thank you for listening to gotta talk. Be sure to visit our website, gatatalk.com like us on Facebook, and follow us on Twitter at Gatatalk Podcast for more news and coverage of Georgia Southern football. Reach out with questions, share your thoughts, or suggest topics on our social media channels or by emailing us at podcast at gmail.com. Until next time, Eagle Nation, Gata and Hail Southern. All right,